causing any economic harm to Ms. Hurd. Let's dig into those opinions a little bit. You're familiar with the testimony of Mr. Schnell that there are more than 2.7 million alleged negative tweets related to Ms. Hurd between January 2018 and June 2021? Yes. And what's your understanding of how Mr. Schnell identified those particular 2.7 million tweets? Yes, so essentially Mr. Schnell chose hashtags that he felt were negative towards Ms. Hurd. Those hashtags range from justice for Johnny Depp, Amber Hurd is an abuser, Amber Turd, and the hashtag, we just don't like you, Amber. So then he used those hashtags and he searched through, using the Twitter API, searched through various tweets and then came up with any tweets that were using those hashtags. Did you conduct an analysis of those tweets? Yes, I was given that exact, the data that Mr. Schnell used on a hard drive. So yes, I dug into that data as well. And what was the purpose of your analysis? So what I'm trying to do, and what's at issue of the case today at this point, is were these tweets, did they contain the Waldman statements? That's where we're at right now, are the Waldman statements. So I wanted to analyze those tweets to determine which ones, and if any, contained the Waldman statements. And what's your understanding of what the Waldman statements are? So my understanding is there's three Waldman statements that were published in the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is a UK tabloid, and Mr. Arnold was quoted in three of those articles. And those dates were on April 8th, 2020, April 27th, 2020, and on June 24th, 2020. And my understanding of those quotes, those quotes, sorry, I think I said the wrong name, but those quotes are the only remaining in this case. Did you analyze the timing of the tweets that we were talking about as compared to the timing of the Waldman statements? And that's exactly what I did. So I wanted to look at the Waldman statements, look at the dates that they happened, and then analyze those as compared to the Twitter data that I had. Have you prepared a demonstrative that reflects that aspect of your analysis? Yes. Your Honor, may I approach? Yes. Mr. Counsel. All right. So 1293 will just be marked for identification as demonstrative and can be published to the jury. 
Mr. Vanya, can you explain to the jury what this demonstrative shows? Yes. Um, so this shows um, the total hashtags and tweets uh, that Mr. Schnell was analyzing. Uh, this is the summary data. Uh, there are tweets that are running from January 2018 uh, to June of 2021. And again, uh, these are related to the four, four hashtags that I discussed. Um, whenever I get an assignment such as this, when I'm dealing with a, a defamatory statement that's allegedly gone viral online, uh, where there's economic damages involved and there's a lot of data involved, I like to take the data and I like to do a, a 30,000 foot view of the data to see what I'm looking at, to see if there's anything interesting, odd, different about the data. And, and the first thing that I noticed is 35% of the tweets were prior to the Waldman statements. So again, remember my assignment is to determine if the Waldman statements are part of the, t the tweets uh, that Mr. Schnell analyzed. So obviously, if uh, these tweets were prior to the Waldman statements, in no way could they have anything to do with the Waldman statements. So th that was the first uh, issue um, that I noticed. Then I noticed uh, what I like to call kind of the alleged defamatory time frame. And as I discussed, that's when the um, uh, Waldman statements were published. That's the date down here. You know, the first one was in the beginning of April, and, and the last one, which is the third one, was at the end of, of June. But what I found interesting is only 2% of all of the tweets happened during this Waldman statement period. So really, these are just observations. And for me, there were red flags that I made note of. And then I just continued with my analysis. Um, what other work could be performed in connection with forming your opinions about the purportedly negative tweets? Yeah, so now I realize that 35% are irrelevant and 2%, you know, only happened during this, this important period. I just continue to dig into the 2.79 million um, uh, tweets that Mr. Schnell provided. And, Tom, can we take that one down? And, Mr. Banya, have you prepared another demonstrative that um, depicts that analysis that you were just describing? Yes. yes. I'll give you time to look at it, sorry. All right, plaintiffs. Sorry, sorry. No objection as a demonstrative. Okay. All right, plaintiffs, exhibit 1294 will be marked for identification as a demonstrative and will be, will be published to the jury. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Banya, can you explain um, what this demonstrative shows? Yes, this is showing um, the various spikes um, as it relates to the hashtags that Mr. Chanel uh, testified about. This is actually an edit or a demonstrative that he used in his testimony. Uh, what this is showing uh, are the large, largest spikes related to the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp 
I don't know if you remember his testimony or any of his demonstratives. The other three hashtags did spike at the same time, but a very small spike. So what I'm showing you here are the six top spikes in Mr. Schnell's analysis. And what's important here, again, is the very first spike and the largest spike, again, happened before the Waldman statements. So what I'm trying to figure out is what tweets were related to the Waldman statements. So this number one spike, which is the biggest spike, was prior to the Waldman statements. So it's irrelevant to the case. And then the second thing I noticed that was interesting here is here are the dates in gray right here. This is the time in which the Waldman statements happened. And you're going to notice, as we discussed before, only 2% of the tweets happened during that time. But I found it very interesting for such a viral event that has potentially caused such economic harm, there's no spikes in this area. And actually, you're going to see that Mr. Waldman, you know, his statement came out here in the first April 2020 article. Then the second one came out here. And then the third one came out in June. There's actually a downward use of the spike, downward use of the hashtags. So I'm not seeing any correlation as it relates to the Waldman statements and any spikes here as it relates to the hashtags Mr. Schnell chose. Did you analyze each of the spikes that are depicted here? Yes. So what I did is I looked at the six different spikes. And you're going to notice that each spike represents a month. So the second spike, you know, is July 2020 and so on to the sixth spike going to April 2021. And what I did is, I don't know if you remember my last testimony when I went into Google search. And I'm able to go into Google search. I went in and I typed in Amber Heard. And then after you hit search, you can use the tool and you can go back in time. And I chose each six of these dates to go back in time to see what was the media talking about back then. You know, what was the general public being fed as it relates to Amber Heard back during those spikes? And what I found is none of them, well, actually I analyzed the top three search results because they represent 50 to 70 percent of what people click on. And I realized that none of them had anything to do with the Waldman statements. Are you aware of Mr. Schnell's testimony that the tweets using the four hashtags he looked at were mathematically correlated? Yes. What does that mean? So what Mr. Schnell is saying, which is irrelevant to this case, is the four hashtags that he randomly chose, they tend to go up and down together. And that's why he had these spikes here. So the correlation there is how those four hashtags work or dance together going up and down. But first of all, the hashtags have nothing to do with the Waldman statements. And the fact that there's a correlation with the hashtags is irrelevant to this case because we're dealing with the Waldman statements, which none of that correlation analysis he did had to do with. How do you know that the correlation doesn't have anything to do with the Waldman statements? Can I clear this at all? No. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I know because that would happen right here. 
you know, if when Mr. Walden, one of his quotes was published, you would see a big spike right here. And then you would see maybe a little noise down here. And then the third time you might see a big, second time a big spike, and the third time a big spike. That's not here. So that's telling me there's no correlation between the Waldman statements and this hashtag use. And then I've actually provided evidence that there's no correlation because I analyzed each of these spikes and none of them had to do with the Waldman statements. Is mathematical correlation the same as causation? No. Why not? I mean, uh, correlation is simply a relationship between uh, two or more variables or two or more things. Uh, in this case, uh, the, the correlation question is, did when, when, when the um, Waldman statements were published, at the same time, did you see a correlation with spikes in these hashtags? And again, you... Can we clear this? You, you see none of that right here. It's actually a downward trend. There's no spikes. There's no correlation. So, you know, again, Mr. Schnell proved, provided no evidence of any correlation. What correlation opinion did he provide during his testimony? Well, he provided the correlation that the four hashtags, you know, spike together. But again, A, the hashtags have nothing to do with the Waldman statements. And the fact that they're correlating or moving together is irrelevant to the case because the case is about the Waldman statements. So what is causation then? So causation is where one thing causes a change in the other. So as it relates to this case, did the Waldman statements cause Ms. Heard to have economic harm? In other words, did the Waldman statements cause Ms. Heard not to make as much money in her career? And again, Mr. Schnell provided no evidence of this. Uh, Ms. Arnold provided no evidence of this. And as a matter of fact, during Ms. Arnold's testimony yesterday, she didn't even know what causation was. You know, she was asked, do you know the difference between causation and correlation? And she said that she's not a semantics expert. We're, we're not talking about the words. You know, when it comes to damages, you have to prove causation prior to calculating damages. You know, so there is no causation that's proven here. Therefore, a damages uh, analysis is not appropriate. Did you hear Mr. Schnell testify that he agreed with your opinion in this case? Yes. And what's your understanding of the opinion that he agreed with? Well, he agreed that he failed to link the spikes in the uh, hashtags on Twitter to the Waldman statements. Did he try to do that? He Well, he tried to do that. But again, well, again, his analysis was looking at the word Waldman and looking at the word Waldminian and then trying to say that 25% of the tweets included those two terms. But first of all, Waldman isn't the issue here. It's the Waldman statements. And Waldminian, I don't even know what that is, but it's not relevant to this case. We can, I think, take that one down, please, Tom. Mr. Banya, what other work have you done in connection with forming your opinions about Mr. Schnell's testimony? Again, the assignment was to determine if the Waldman statements were part of the, the tweet. So I continued to dig in, uh, you know, to the data. Uh, 
I believe the next step is now that I've excluded, you know, the 35% that was before the Waldman statements because they were irrelevant, I wanted to really analyze from the April 2020 forward to see if any of those tweets, you know, contained the Waldman statements. Did you prepare a demonstrative that reflects that analysis that you did? Yes, I did. Your Honor, may I approach again? All right. Yes, ma'am. Any objection, sir? No objection as a demonstrative. All right. We'll mark it for identification as plaintiff's 1295 as demonstrative and published in the jury. So, Mr. Bonia, did you consider the content of the statements made by Waldman as part of the work that you did? Yes. Yes, so here I reviewed the Waldman statements again. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to determine what, if any, tweets included the Waldman statements. So what I went, I went back to the Waldman statements and I came up with, you know, key terms and key themes for those Waldman statements, which are listed here. You know, the Waldman statements were about abuse hoax, sexual violence hoax, and fake sexual violence. So what I did is I, we're now dealing with a 1.2 million tweets because, you know, we're starting in April 2020 because that's when the Waldman statements started. And what I did is I searched the 1.2 million tweets, you know, for these three phrases. And I determined that there were 751 tweets that included those key terms, which is 0.06% of the 1.2 million. And then as I was sifting and sorting and analyzing this data, I realized that a lot of these tweets had the exact same language. You know, it was interesting to see it was the exact same tweet because I'm analyzing the language to see if it matches one of these three. I realized that a lot of these tweets were retweets, likes, or shares. So therefore, I eliminated any of those and I came down with 95 unique tweets. And then what I did from there is I analyzed those to determine if any of these terms were in there. And I identified five tweets that were related to the Waldman statements. Do any of the hashtags Mr. Schnell analyzed include the words from the Waldman statements? No, no, they don't. And, you know, because I am rebutting Ms. Arnold, you know, her testimony yesterday, she was saying that the Waldman statements caused these hashtags. Then throughout her testimony, she walked that back and admitted, no, none of these tweets have anything to do with the Waldman statements. They don't include the Waldman statements. You know, these hashtags are only hashtags that Schnell, in his opinion, felt that they were negative towards Ms. Hurd. Based on your expertise, what are your overall opinions about Mr. Schnell's testimony and the Twitter hashtag data? You know, Mr. Schnell provided no evidence that any of the tweets were related to the Waldman statements. Mr. Schnell, there's no correlation there. He also provided no evidence that there's any causation that, you know, 
the Waldman statements caused any economic harm towards Ms. Hurd. Your Honor, I'm about to switch to a different topic. I don't know if you want to break now or push. All right. It's going to be a little while, I assume? A little bit more, yes. Okay. Let's go ahead and break for lunch, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Do not discuss the case and do not do any outside research, okay?